everyone and welcome to Start a Conversation, the podcast. This is a safe space where we will talk all things stuttering and communication. Today I'm joined with Bevan from My Stutter and I. Welcome, Bevan. <laughs> Bevan uh, thank you so much for... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> you go, you go. <laughs> I was just say thank you for um, having me on and I'm looking forward to our conversation. Me too. <laughs> Bevan recently graduated from college, receiving a first class honours in English, Media and Cultural Studies. She works with the Irish Stuttering Association and is an advocate for people who stutter through her inspiring Instagram page and her flourishing blog. So welcome, Bevan. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast. Um, and also a St. Happy Patrick's Day. Oh, hey, sorry, I said that differently. Um, a happy St. Patrick's Day for last week I think it's last week was it last week yeah it was last Thursday last Thursday yes <laughs> um yeah um, I know there's a bit of a time difference as well so it's been a bit <laughs> off here um is it Friday there it's yeah so it's Friday this morning or like now and it's yeah. 9 a.m okay yeah so it's Friday here at eight o'clock in the evening <laughs> the time crazy. difference it's been crazy <laughs> I know um so how are you going how's your day been going well um I'm a bit tired this morning um (laughs) I'm doing doing well I feel like it's for it's 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 Friday so um the weekends soon or like weekend the the weekends just around the um so that's nice yeah um, yeah everybody it's loves the doing well. weekend. <laughs> it's always so exciting at the end of the week it's like oh it's so tiring but then you get to the the weekend and it's like thank god <laughs> you get yeah oh, I know I know it's it's like because my my um <clears throat> because my 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 jobs and stuff like yeah. I would sometimes work on the weekend but this weekend oh. I'm working so that's good it's nice that's a relief um so I thought it'd be good to get to lit to get to know you a little more um I've got a few questions to learn more about you um and then we can have a bit of a chat about your stuttering experience um so I I mentioned before that you graduated college. Um, congrats! I'm sure it's a huge achievement, and I'm sure it's been a lot of work. <laughs> Would be good to finally finish. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like I finished back in October. Oh, wow. um, yeah. Like officially, like I yeah. like I I um handed my last assignment in back in the summer, but I had my. My graduation back in October, and that's when I got to like take pictures and like wear the cap and gown and everything. Um, but yeah, it 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 was definitely a lot of time and effort, and yeah, uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, how many years did you have to do your course? So it was four. So the the one I've just finished was four e e e e years. Um, I did another one that was just like before that one that was just one e e e year long, and then I went and like transitioned to like 
mainstream college. Right. Um, so I started that. I started the one I just finished back in 2018, 17. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Something like> that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> congrats. Very congrats. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask, what was it like having a stutter um, in, in, in college or at school? Was it something that you didn't really have to worry about or was it something that was kind of at the forefront because I know for me um going because I, I was at school for um well since primary school and then up until year 10 um so up until last year and I knew it was quite challenging for me um but some things that helped me was in like telling the, te- the teacher that I had a stutter um and then also just telling my friends as well so was it something that you had to kind of um confide in people or was it something that just happened um along the way I suppose for me, I told people. I definitely disclosed that I or that I did stutter because I found, like, in terms of like college, like I was kind of similar to you. Like I went in and I told my um, teachers on the first day, and I was like, "Just so you know, this is what's going on. Um, no big issue." But yeah, um, and I found disclosing it really helped me because I suppose for me when I was like a child like this is and this is kind of my journey or my my journey but I suppose my experience of being a child who stutters um I definitely was very like ashamed of it and didn't want like anyone to know I never like spoke about it um and then that made me feel afraid of like people finding out. Yeah. And I suppose when I went into like college, I just kind of wanted to like change that. I was like, I didn't want to pretend that I didn't. And I found like telling people from like the start really helped me with that. It made me kind of not feel afraid of them finding out because I was kind of actively telling them if that makes sense yeah 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 for sure I mean I, I definitely did the same thing I, I think it helps um a lot with also people knowing and also for um us like you said like it just makes it a lot easier um and I think for us like it's it's the confidence that um or at least for me like I really struggled in um having confidence in things so I think definitely confiding in people and telling them like you know this is how I talk um I can't change it but um I think it just helps for sure um so yeah did you have any um a sort of challenges or something that um like kind of like a a roadblock for you in terms of um school or um anything like that I suppose going back to when I was like young like kind of in like primary school um I never spoke up like spoke up in class I never like raised my hand I never like kind of made an effort to be involved in like speaking like situations again going back to like the shame and the anxiety and um all that kind of stuff but so, so I suppose that was like a big challenge for me as a child was like feeling that I even though like I wanted to speak up I felt I couldn't because of 
basically because I didn't speak as quickly as very people. Yeah, for sure. I think definitely primary school. Um, I think also in primary school, you don't really like realize that you speak differently to how other people um, spoke. And I think it kind of hits more in high school when you're more like um, coming out of your shell a bit more and everyone's very, you know, more more outspoken, I guess. Um, so yeah, definitely. Um, I think in high like primary school, it was, I'm sure it would have been a struggle, like you said. Um, but yeah. Um, you also mentioned that um, your mom also studies, which I found really um, interesting. And um, I'm sure it would help a lot, like having someone go, go, go through, through the same situations or um, know how it feels, I guess, and understand stuttering um, and someone so close to you. Um, what was it like having someone um, like that, especially, like, especially your mom um, growing up? Was it something that um, was challenging or was it really comforting? I'm, uh, I must say it was, it was great having her, like, because yeah. like, she's obviously gone through like the same, or she went through the same thing as I went. Yeah. Through and just having her to like talk to yeah um she like she totally understands like it's not as if like she it's a very different um relationship yeah yeah you know just she she just kind of get get it and like especially as a child I I felt I was in a really safe place when I was talking to her about it and like um it it was yeah it was just great (laughs) basically overall it was just a great thing to have and um she she would be a lot more like covert so like she wouldn't she would kind of like when she was younger she didn't kind of stutter that often like she used to like she didn't and then that eventually kind of turned into her being like more over it whereas yeah I would definitely be more like over and like um I would stutter a lot more severely yeah but it wasn't even just like how we how we stuttered it was those feelings of like again shame anxiety um all that kind of stuff and just having someone to talk to about it yeah who 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 knew exactly what it was like yeah um that was that was great and like especially like now um as I'm getting older like it's we, we, we still talk about it but it's like the conversation has changed um yeah yeah so it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that that that's really amazing that um you have someone like that, especially growing up. I'm sure it would have been. Oh, I can I can imagine like on the things that you know we've had to grow up with, especially with something that you can't really control. I guess so. It's it's good to having someone that you can confide in, especially someone so close to you. Um, I was also wondering because I know, well, at least in my situation of people that I've heard that stuttering can also run in um, families, or it could be like a hereditary thing. Is that the same case for you, or um, yeah? Yeah. So I basically got my stutter from my mom. Um, 
I don't know where she got hers from. Yeah. But I definitely got mine from her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's really interesting. I would love to know, like, um, what actually happens in terms of like hereditary and like, is there some correlation? Because sometimes it like sk- sk- skips a generation, or you know, really interesting to know. Um, yeah. yeah. I've got two older siblings. Yeah. And they don't her and my my sister is ten years older, wow, and my okay. brother is eight years older. Yeah. And then obviously I come along and like I remember my mom being like, "Oh, okay, great. None of my kids are her. That's great." Yeah. And you know they're not going to go through what I went through, and then and then I come along and she's like okay <laughs> right <laughs> speak too soon <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow okay yeah because um I have an older sister and she doesn't stutter as well so it's really interesting um mm. yeah like like I said it would it would be so interesting to know like the study behind it and like the research behind what actually happens um mm. you also mentioned that you went to speech therapy um, I mean, from personal experience, I find it to be quite helpful, um, especially like when I did it when like a year when I was younger, like around five or six. Um, and then I stopped for a bit and then went back to it around year four. And I find it to be like really, really helpful. Um, was it what kind of experiences did you have? Was it the same for you or did you find it um, more helpful not being in therapy? Was it or speech therapy, I should say, but yeah. I I found therapy really like helpful um I don't attend it at the moment I think the last time I attended speech therapy was like two or three years ago um but in my experience it really depends on your speech therapist and the relationship you have with them and that's kind of what I found yeah. Um, like I've had, I can't even tell you how, how many speech therapists, um, how many speech therapists I've gone through. But my last one that I went to was great. Like he was so helpful. He was, and like I've I've kind of gone to speech therapists that have solely focused on my speech and like getting me to speak more fluently yeah. and then I've gone to therapy speech therapists who haven't really focused on that and has just mo- focused like my mental health surrounding it yeah. and like getting over like the fear of like speaking yeah. um okay. so it, it's I suppose in terms of like speech therapy I've had lots of different experiences and yeah. um, but overall, I do. I did. I did find it um, really helpful. Even just having a place to go and like talk about it um, yeah. was great uh, as w- as w- well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I think speech therapy is kind of like I wouldn't say hit or miss. I guess it it depends. I mean, I'm quite kind of biased because my sister's a speech therapist. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I found it to be really, really um, helpful, especially in like tackling 
mine was more about managing skills um, through school. So um, always having like a toolbox ready of um, techniques and strategies to tackle in um, into the real world. And I find that to be a really interesting technique to um, go into. And like you said, like the, the re- relationship that you have with your speech therapist is something that like is so important because if you just don't have that, then you, I mean, it's just kind of a waste, I guess. Um, but yeah, for sure. I definitely, um, it's really, um, I don't know where I was going with that sentence. <laughs> I'm just going to stop it there. Um, so I guess um, with stuttering, I mean, it's, it, there's so many different, um, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I completely lost my train of thought. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm just going to go to the next question. Um, what have been some things that you found um, helpful with your stutter? Do you have any um, techniques that um, have been um, influential or helpful? I should say. I suppose I... I used to use a lot of techniques when I was young. Like I used to kind of use a lot of, um, I'm not sure what they call them um, where you're from, but like like, like sliding techniques. I like it slide into a word. Um, I used to do a lot of that kind of stuff. And like, I don't, I wouldn't think about doing that like now, but I'm finding that like, I do it without thinking if that makes sense okay. yeah you kind of just so like, like, it's kind of like just like an instinct kind of thing <laughs> it just switches. yeah yeah um but then again I wouldn't like actively be like oh I'm struggling on a on a on a word I have to use this technique okay. um I suppose but another thing is that I found um kind of like eye contact to be um helpful I know it's not a tech a technique but I suppose like looking at the person you're speaking to definitely well for me helps because it kind of shows that like you're more confident in what you're saying okay yeah yeah that makes any sense yeah yeah that does yeah (laughs) Well, I've never heard of that one. That makes a lot of sense. i will definitely try that one. <laughs> um, so is there anything that you've learned from having a stutter or growing up with a stutter? I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned um, is to treat everyone with, like, kindness and patience. Yeah. Because um, you never know what's going on in someone's life. And um, I think even, like for people who stutter I find well for like for me like I look like a normal person I'm not saying we're not normal but I look like I'm yeah you know your average person yeah um until I start speaking and that's when sometimes people's perception changes so I find I always make a conscious effort to treat everyone with like kindness and patience and understanding and um, all that kind of stuff. Because that's how I want to be treated. So, yeah, that's like one big lesson or not a lesson, but one thing 
I've learned because of yeah my speech yeah I mean I think definitely patience is a big one um I think more people need to be patient even without having a sadra um I think the world's just a very chaotic place (laughs) I think everyone just needs to chill and just calm down for a bit (laughs) um so is this is there something that that you wish more people knew about stuttering or like a point or several I know there's a lot of things people need to know (laughs) yeah I suppose one thing is that we're not like uh, I think yeah I think one thing that people need to know or should know about people who stutter is that it's simply just the way we speak like it doesn't affect how we think it doesn't affect our intelligence it doesn't affect who we are as people it's just the way we we talk and I think if everyone knew that and understood that I think that it would make a big big difference because then I suppose people whose wouldn't have to feel like they have to prove themselves yeah yeah that's definitely a big one I think especially since we have I think people need to know like actually let me me rephrase that (laughs) people need to kind of be more aware I guess and not I guess make quick judgments um, especially the intelligence one, like you said. I think people think because you have a stutter, you're less intelligent or because you have a stutter, you can't do this and you can't do this. And it's definitely mm-hmm. not that. It's just something that we happen to um, have and it's not something that you can control. It's just simply um, an extra thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely yeah. a big one. Um, and I think in terms of like, I guess that kind of leads me on to the point of um, making people more aware so you have a blog page and an Instagram page which is absolutely amazing like I've seen everything and it's it's so it's so inspiring to someone especially like me um, to just see like there's just people um, in the world that are like me and you know have um, something like this and can actually learn from um, so I've learned so much from your page um, um, and it's so interesting um, to see everyone's experiences um, and hear everyone's side um, and their um, journey and how they've kind of adapted to things um, and also in everyone, everyone's been doing it in like a different form um, and also and, and I think um, especially something like stuttering um, which can be quite isolating at times. Um, it's just really good to just go on, um, like on Instagram or go onto a blog um, and just see that, you know, you can actually relate to that, um, which is amazing. Um, so I wanted to ask you what um, inspired you to create a blog um, and Instagram page and share awareness about stuttering. Well, I suppose, um, well, firstly, uh, thank you so much for all your kind words. It definitely means um, a lot that you enjoy it and other people enjoy it. So um, thank you for that. Um, So I suppose what inspired me, I've always wanted to write a 
blog like I'm big into like um creative writing ever since I was a child and I was kind of like due to um like COVID when you couldn't go out or like you couldn't really go out and see people and like do like your usual things I kind of was like well what can I do to kind of keep myself um like occupied and I just finished college back in like the last summer so I was kind of like this is like the perfect time to start like my start something like start a blog you know and thing. and I suppose I when I was younger I like, like I said I never really talked about my daughter so I suppose it was kind of to my younger self to be like you know you're you're like it's fine like it it was kind of like what what would younger like me want to see what would younger me want to look at and repeat um so that was like a big thing and then I've always wanted to be a voice within the drink community and like raise um a, a, a awareness and um all that kind of stuff. So it was a com- it was a combination of like everything all coming together at the right time. Um, but I suppose the main reason is just to kind of yeah share share my experiences for anyone who is like younger than me to like look at and to kind of feel less ashamed and less um alone um and yeah (laughs) yeah I mean because I only joined Instagram I think last year I want to say um and that was when I was still at school so hearing everyone's stories um a lot older than me as well um well not a lot older than me but um I guess just hearing other people's stories was just really um helpful and really inspiring and then I would go to school and be like this is okay um other people um have gone through things and I've seen techniques from um Instagram that have helped other people try it out and it, it really has helped so it's amazing to be in such a community with all these amazing people like yourself <laughs> um, and hear all these amazing experiences and stories, which is amazing. Um, I also wanted to talk to you about your poetry that you do. Um, I have to write one for an assignment and I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. Um, so is it something that you've always enjoyed or was it something that you kind of just picked up during the COVID time? Yeah, I love um, writing poetry I think I've only kind of officially started liking poetry and writing poetry back when I was like 18 so like I'm 23 so for like five years and and I just I love like I just love it because it's like you know there it comes in so many different like shapes and forms and styles and lengths and like all of that and I think you can really play around with it um and yeah I just think it's like for me it's just a great way to 
like condense my thoughts <laughs> yeah yeah for sure I mean yeah like I said before it's so amazing to just see all these different um stories in such in such different forms like you said um especially with, I guess with poetry you can do like you have such freedom to um write however you want um which is amazing so yeah congratulations <laughs> thank you um, <laughs> So uh, that kind of brings us to the end a bit. Um, I thought we'd play a quick game or a fun game of truth, two truths and a lie. Um, sure. If you haven't played before, it's super easy. Um, before the podcast, I asked Bevan to think of two truths um, and make up one lie about yourself. Uh, and then my job will try will be try will be to try and guess which one is the lie. Um, so all yours, Bevan. <laughs> so I wrote these down. So let me just get them up here so I'm not gonna forget so um I have a dog named I have a fear of clowns and I once rode bareback on a these are really tricky um i feel like all of them are like really believable i don't know what to do um okay so the first one was about your dog yep um second one was about um the third one's about the horse and your second one's about your fear of clowns yeah yeah okay oh i don't know um i think i did cheat a bit because i do know you have a dog <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> um uh, let me okay it's been this being the horse and the clowns i don't know uh okay i wanna i'm gonna lock in horse for which one for the for the truth or the lie i think the lie is the horse yeah is it oh yay (laughs) wow okay so you have a fear of clowns i have a big fear of clowns yeah okay yeah wow um would you like to ride a horse (laughs) i'd love to ride a horse (laughs) yeah have you ridden a horse before or is it just like I have when I was like really young, like 10, 12 years ago. So I can't yeah. actually remember oh, wow. what it was like. So I'd love yeah. to go back and ride one. <laughs> it would be amazing. We, 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 I, we, I, 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 I just started, um, I, I, I just recently moved into, um, in like an acreage property. So there's a lot of horses around this area. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I get a ride a horse, <laughs> but I don't oh, know. Oh, nice. Hopefully, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> I, I, I used to live in the city. And I, th- I think the weirdest thing that you would see someone walking was like a cat. You'd be like, oh my God, someone's riding a cat. And recently, a couple of weeks ago, it was someone just like riding, like, not riding, um, just walking a horse. I was like, this is, I'm like in some like w- different area <laughs> this doesn't feel right <laughs> i was like this yeah is- yeah yeah <laughs> like all all all, all, all the this, 
the signs are all like of horses of like beware of like rogue horses and I was like this is really strange this is um, it, yeah I think yeah, it's I think moving from like the city to like the countryside is always like a big change you're like what is happening exactly <laughs> so thank you so much Bevan for joining me today it 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 it, it, it it's it's been been um so amazing to hear your story story um and also been able to relate to you in so many different ways i think it's so important um for people to just know that you're not alone in this world um and there are so many other people that um can relate to you and are always here if you ever need someone to ever talk to um and can understand genuinely what you're going through um so thank you so much for joining me um yes on and um you're doing re- re- really well with your podcast as well I think having you know a platform like a podcast is great because like you know like you said you people that listen in don't feel like they're alone and they can like come for like you know not like advice but they can come and like listen and be you know feel like they're like a part of something exactly. um yeah yeah no it's great it's good <laughs> yeah and it's, it's such an amazing community that um we have like you I, I've met so many different people um and been able to hear everyone's stories um and especially since like I'm still um I guess growing like I'm only 16 it's been amazing to just hear um I guess I like, and relate and hear techniques and hear strategies and um, mm-hmm. stories from all over the world. So it's been, it's been good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you everyone who's been listening as well. And thank you, Bevan, again. Um, and hopefully um, you've learned something or have been able to relate to this in some way, I guess. <laughs> um, so see everyone in the next podcast. <laughs>